Mark Willis. I'm not going to let my logic brain get in the way. I am a seeing, feeling human being. Rich Ornberger. Yeah, I believe. I believe they're going to be great. But I need to see consistency, Mark. This is the Mark and Rich Show. Mark and Rich Show. Up on the extra 1360, Fox Sports San Diego, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports 1350, IE, Mark and Rich. Live, local, noon to three, every single day. We wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving holiday and uh, hope that you are, uh, well, geez, I hope you're already where you're going. Uh, and if not, yeah, uh, just just hang with us and we'll, we'll help you get to wherever you're going. Uh, whether it's on the app, plug that thing in. If you're just kind of around town running last-minute errands, I just got a text from Intuitive Jill a moment ago. Will you pick up the pie on the way home, please? I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's another hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you drive out of the way and then wait in the line and all that. But, okay, uh, you know, that's what everyone's doing. So we're glad that you're doing it with us, Mark and Rich. Uh, Fusion coming up later on this hour. Uh how does that breaking news grab you? The Chiefs signed Darrell Revis. Well, they haven't found an answer on the other side of Peters yet. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, you can tell how games go. Peters barely gets targeted because you just attack the weakness and offensive coordinators are smart. Uh, you, just, you just go after the other side. So I think what they're hoping is, and I'm guessing Revis is in shape, so he can jump in there and fix what's ailing them immediately because these guys are on a slide right now. They've won one game out of the past five. Uh, they started off five and zero, oh, and it's really the defense. Like they're in shootouts a lot of the times. Yep. Uh, this this past weekend, though, the offense looked terrible against the Giants. Uh, it's pretty good defense, though. So I'll give them credit where credit's due. We'll see what happens offensively moving forward. What happens with Alex Smith, etc. But but yeah, that that cornerback spot across P, across from Peters has been an issue for a long time. Well, whatever the Chiefs' problem is, real or fake, we will know Sunday night. Uh, by the time we get to the end of that game, in fact, we'll know Sunday afternoon. I think that's an early game on Sunday. They're back home, friendly confines. They host the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills in the last three weeks got a Thursday night game where Josh McCown torched them for 34 points. Then they were home to the New Orleans Saints. Um, Drew Brees and company put up 47. And then they grabbed Nate Peterman, threw him in there at quarterback, came to the StubHub Center and got torched for 54. So offensively and defensively, the Bills are in a three-game slide or in a total hot mess. And if the Chiefs can't score on that team, and if they defensively can't stop that team, you've officially got yourself a real problem yeah a no. real problem so it, it goes but, from but, a, a like a dumpster fire of a of a midpoint of the season to an all-out like you, you know what we need to start you know bombing the the red paint over the rainforest because we may lose a lot of the oxygen in here it's it's terrible if you can't beat the bills i agree well, with that they, when they were six and three and i said last week oh everyone relax the chiefs are fine uh they simply need uh, the break in their schedule, and here it comes, and it's going to start with a game against the New York Giants. Whoops, they lost that game. So you still look at what they've got coming up. Home to the Bills, on the road to the Jets, home to the Raiders, then home to the Chargers, home to the Dolphins, and then on the road to the Broncos. That's a lot of bad football teams Oh yeah, ahead of them on their schedule. I don't know that any of them have a winning record. So uh, there's a lot of healthy stuff ahead, but... 
you know, the Giants were supposed to be the first of that game. So let me let me make a prediction for you right here. Okay. If the Chargers beat the Cowboys and the Chiefs lose to the Bills, then I think the Chargers are going to win the division. I, mean, I won't uh... say it. I won't say it until then. Because it very quickly could easily go the other way and the Chiefs can be like, dude, it's over. But I'm telling you, if it's so bad that they can't beat the Bills at home and the Chargers have gotten things righted enough to where they can win on Thanksgiving Day in Dallas, they'd only be a game out. They've still got one head-to-head game together. The Chargers play the Browns next week. Uh, I, I tell you what, I think I would favor the Chargers if that scenario were to play out this weekend. Oh, man. Like, I just, I suppose I could see the logic there, but even still, you know what? I will make this argument. Momentum, very important in football. And right now the Chiefs are grinding to an, to an absolute halt. Like, you, you just, you didn't forecast it happening the way it has. But this is this is a leaking sieve on defense. So I think out of desperation they bring in Revis, and sometimes that's what it takes. I I, I mean, look, you need a spark. It comes in the strangest places sometimes. Maybe even if he's not on the field, maybe just having his presence there be felt by some of the members of the defense, both in the linebacking, uh, defensive line, and the secondary themselves might say, hey, boy, we better start playing better. Otherwise, we'll get replaced. They'll bring someone in. Uh, it might it might snap in uh, snap them into attention. So I don't know. I don't know what like if I can really buy that the Chargers are on this run because, like I said earlier, they haven't beaten anybody yet. Right? They beat the Bills. They beat the Giants. They beat the no, Denver well, Broncos. I mean, they they it's just it's there. I just don't. They haven't beaten a real team yet. I don't disagree, but that's why I I, I give the caveat of it. It has to be one scenario and one scenario only this weekend. The Chargers have to get their best win of the year. And the Chiefs have to get their worst loss of the year. True. And if those two things happen, then I'm going to go, hey, you know what? I think I might favor the Chargers. Any other scenario, if they both win, they both lose, or certainly if the Chiefs win and the Chargers lose, uh, I would back off that statement. But if those two things happen, you might start thinking about favoring the Chargers in the AFC West, which is absolutely just an insane thought. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Glad you're with us. Happy Thanksgiving, Mark and Rich. Um, we've also got our second pair of Guns and Roses tickets, okay? By the way, you were the one that came up with that sparkling question the first hour. Do you have another one? I actually do, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So don't give it out yet, though. Okay. But if you're a big Guns N' Roses fan, and you're going to be back in town and ready to roll next Tuesday night at Valley View, we've got another pair of tickets. Be listening in 20 minutes. Don't call now. I see the phone line's already going. <laughs> don't call now. Be listening in about 15 to 20 minutes. Rich is going to give out the question. And then we will give you your opportunity to jump on in and win a pair of tickets to see GNR. All right. Can I make, let's get into some college stuff. I imagine you did a lot of this yesterday with, uh, with Woodsy, but the whole Doak Walker thing. Yeah. And the Rashad Penny uh, snub, it's really not about Doak Walker. Who cares about the Doak Walker award? It's more about what it represents. And is this like a little future flash in terms of how Heisman voters are going to handle Rashad Penny? Uh, unfortunately, I think it is. Yeah, it could and, be uh, a litmus test. I, it's politics. It's a yeah. yeah so we. Well, I mean, Rocky Long agrees. He made a big statement. I thought yesterday. He said, "You know, they were they were asking Rocky, do you guys regret not doing more of a campaign for Rashad?'" And he said, "No, those things don't matter one bit. ESPN, 
uh, campaigns for the Heisman, not their respective schools. And I stopped and I thought about that for a second. I go, you know what? He's completely right. Like, I don't feel like Oklahoma is doing anything to prop up Baker Mayfield. Other things are propping up Baker Mayfield. Of course. Of course. It's uh, it's pretty simple equation. Uh, follow the money. I, I mean, really, what it comes down to is uh, even Doak Walker. I, I you know, I, I tweeted this out last night, and I, I, I got one response that said, I don't really see this going the way it is because, you know, you're talking about a large alumni association in one of the the more wealthy areas of this country. But um, I think there's some facts missing, and, and I'll explain what I'm what I'm talking about. I, I tweeted out the criteria if you wanted to attend the banquet for the Doak Walker. And it's $10,000 to be considered a Hall of Fame guest. It's $5,000 to be considered an A-plus guest or whatever. And then it's $2,500 for a pair of tickets to the thing to be, you know, whatever, whatever the striations are. And so they're selling tables at these events to the tune of $10,000. And you're telling me that it doesn't matter like where you come from, like, like, okay. So say it was in San Diego state, say it was Rashad Penny out of, out of an even smaller school, like uh, a Wyoming, less nationally known, uh, like, uh, like, uh, you know, you can't use a Boise state as an example, but I, I mean, like, like any of the, a, a Navy running back for crying out loud. I mean, there've been, there've been tons of running backs i'm sure throughout the history of the the non-power five the group of five who have had outstanding years and will never get noticed and the problem is because you want some acclaim attached to your award and bigger alumni associations bigger football programs more spotlight more attention will will get will gain ground on on how how highly prized your award is uh, you know, if you have uh, names on that list of of past Penn State attendees and maybe you get some of those uh, esteemed alumni to come back and do the presentation, doesn't that draw more eyes? Doesn't that draw more money? Like, to me, it's very simple. It's very political. It's very monetary. And Rocky Long, I spent a lot of time with him this week, short week, trying to get as much as I can out of him before they play New Mexico on well, Friday you guys, you guys are family now, and it's <laughs> right, Thanksgiving yeah. week, so that That's makes right. sense. That's yeah, right. I'll be over yeah. there on Saturday. Right, uh, right, yeah. You know, turkey's and, a side dish and all. And, and tomorrow, too. Which one of you is hosting the other uh, uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow Tomorrow's a work day for him, so oh, okay, uh, I'm going right. to be going over there. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> No, so the point the point being here though is um yeah, like this award, this snubbing was obvious and and Rocky kind of said the same thing this morning when we were chatting about it. He said, "Look, he's like, I mean, it's the same reason why the spread offense is um is now so popular because that's what people want to see and that attracts more fans, which attracts more money." Like it it really does boil down to that after all. So you have to do things that are popular amongst the masses, and it would not have been a popular decision if Rashad Penny got in there and one of those three running backs did not. Well, I just feel like, can I can I get away with, I bet you'll understand what I mean. Can I get away with this statement as we head into a huge college football weekend? We talk a lot about it. It's going to be San Diego State's regular season finale, all this great stuff, right? I have such a love hate relationship with college football is it fair for me to say at the same time i love college football comma i hate college football there are two big things that drive me bananas 
when it comes to college football. What I love is the games. Sure. I, I, lo- I love the games. I love the games. I love the stories. I love, I love sitting down on a Saturday and checking it all out. What I hate is every other part of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's such a migraine headache. There's what you're talking about right now, which is that when it comes to college football, no matter what, and I know this is true in other businesses as well. However, those businesses aren't tied to American universities. Every single move they make, not a fingernail is clipped, if not for money. Oh, every single move they make is about the dollar. Yes. And they very much, the problem with that is, like the NFL's that way, but they don't do nearly as much to hide it. Like the NCAA, every little move is for money, and then they'll be like, "Um, one of our athletes was given a free plane ride from Tennessee to Alabama, and somebody had something to do with it, and that is unacceptable because we are about higher learning. Get the F out of here, okay? <laughs> like, it is so frustrating. And so that's what we get to. We get Rashad Payne not being invited to Doak Walker. We get Wisconsin still on the outside looking in, in the top four. Like, every single thing about the college experience is all about being driven by money. And therefore, I, 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 I just, it's like, I can't buy any of it. Sure. You have to run every result through the prism of, is this real or did somebody simply make this decision because of the dollar? Yeah, You know, what's so funny about me is not only do I think that college football is such an easy path for people to make money because it's look, I, I mean, I'm talking about these award ceremonies. I'm talking about things that they canvas alumni associations with, like, because you have that special bond with a certain team and you're always going to be a Penn Stater. You're always going to be uh, a San Luis Obispo guy. You know, yep. uh, Rashad Penny will always be a San Diego state Aztec. Like you, you draw these lines. They never go away. That degree comes with you. That time you spent there comes with you. If you're a fan of those teams, those colors don't run. And so when you have a situation like that, where the, the, the participation is already baked in, you don't have to work that hard. Like that's, that's the best way to start a product to sell is to say, okay, how can we do the minimum amount of work and make the most money? Well, you tap into things that people need or want or already have but want a little bit more of. And that's what college football is all about. Now games are played on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I mean, like the Mac schools get crushed because their league games are played on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because it's the only way they'll make it onto television. They got it way worse than the Mountain West. At least you're on the other side of the evening. And, and you know, I mean, you know, there's there's actually interest in, in tuning in for those games. You can get attendance to those games because out, out in the, the middle of the country, everybody's still working when these games are played. You ever see a top play on, 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 on anybody? I mean... Uh, you, you click through Twitter on ESPN, you see the top play out of the, the Mac. It's a one-hand grab in the corner of the end zone, and nobody's in the stands. It happens all the time. <laughs> right. It's all well, about— and, and, In and December, it, even more so, like the bowl games. That, I mean, oh, the one December gracious, yeah. 19th bowl game, whatever it may be, yeah, you'll see the cameras going to purposefully not pan up 
because uh, it's going to make the StubHub Center look like a Guns N' Roses show. Yeah, exactly right. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, you know, Penny, there's no question. There's no question that he got robbed. But you can, you can at least rest on the fact and get good rest on the fact that it wasn't because he wasn't the best. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't because he wasn't one of the best. It wasn't that. And that's a good feeling to walk away with. Because if it was about that, if there were guys out there who are better, this wouldn't hurt so bad in the first place. But then you can rest easy knowing, well, you, you got boxed out due to politics, kid. And, and as bad as that feels, everybody here knows you were, you were of the best three in the country, at very least, if not the yeah. best. You know, it's, a, it's amazing. The, uh, the group of five, Rashad Penny kept talking about that. Well, I'm in the group of five. It's amazing to me that we still have the prejudices we have against the group of five, because if you look to the NFL, that's where all of them get disproved. Um, so more on that coming up next, plus Guns N' Roses tickets next. Mark and Rich. Coming up tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards. That's right. We'll be giving away Guns N' Roses tickets, but you got to be listening. Be with us bright and early 6 a.m. on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Okay, so you hear these sounds right now in your ear. And, and th- this is just, this is what happens when you have a producer with a brain (laughs) he's thinking he's thinking about things and then making things happen this is this is what's happening right now (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like green days playing except for totally different Uh, yeah, right. so check this out. Uh, All right, do you have a, you have a question? Yeah, what do you got? We're sending uh, a listener uh, who calls in with the right answer to this trivia question I'm about to lay out for you to Guns N' Roses next Tuesday. Well, it's November 28th. First correct person with the answer to this question. It's going to be a great one, great show. Everybody looking forward to it. Okay. okay can, can I add, though, real quick before you ask the question? We're not just sending a listener. We're sending two listeners because whichever listener wins, you're only allowed to invite another person who also listens to our show. See, because like, if I, it's I, it, yeah. and now now and if they don't listen, you have to make them start listening before the show on Tuesday night, or else we're gonna have security at Guns and Roses not let them in. I mean, and that's just the rich getting richer, isn't it? You know, I yeah. mean, already obviously a wealth of knowledge from. A sports slant that you're getting every single day on Mark and Rich, and now you're getting a pair of tickets. My goodness. <laughs> I just love the holidays. Anyways, um, so as we all know, Guns N' Roses, L.A. band, Southern California, um, Axl Rose, we already asked what his birth name was. He's not a SoCal kid. What Midwestern city oh. did Axl Rose get raised in? What even... Midwestern city was he born and raised in? Um, you, uh, yeah, you like you even threw a little clue in there. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> yeah, gonna... Somebody's gonna call well... him Syracuse, New York. It's like, well, no, that's <laughs> that is not oh, in the Midwest. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, is it uh, Minneapolis? <laughs> um, no. So 
Um, okay, I see. I just googled it. I now know the answer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to wait. I know the answer now. Yeah, you Google. Nah, 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 nah. You, know, you Google know here. You Google on the list. You do All right. Google. So no, I don't Google on the. No, I didn't. Nobody even used their lifeline with me today, which I was thrilled about. Yeah, that Holy was about smokes. as bad as guy. Where, where do turkeys come from? I don't know. Storks. Where do babies come from? Where does happiness come? Yeah, from? Yeah, you're like uh, triage. Clouds. Where do they come, where do clouds well, come from? We, we, we don't know. <laughs> All right, Mark and Rich. Glad you're with us. Five seven zero thirteen six. Love each other very much, kids. Yes, if, if you. <laughs> Mom, where do turkeys come from? <laughs> All right, um, the oven. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Guns and Roses tickets. We see you dialing right now. Good luck. Five seven zero thirteen sixty. This is going to sound stupid, but uh, and maybe this is like a vindictive response, but it's kind of how I am in the moment with all with the Rashad Penny, Doak Walker, blah blah blah, all this stuff. You know, if the group of five is going to be that second class to where there's all these things that everyone's competing for and you're truly not going to give them a shot. You already don't give them a shot at the national championship. You you sort of give them this like, you know, oh, let's throw some scraps out on the sidewalk. We're going to let one of you come to our New Year's games. And now the best running back in the nation, and whether he's the best NFL prospect or not, I don't care. Right. That's not what this is. Who's been the best performer in the nation? If he is going to do that and then not even get invited to all of the stuff. Like, you know, you know what? Then the group of five should just be like, you know what? We are going to be, we're just, fine. We'll be over here. And we're going to have our own group and we're going to have our own games we're not going to cross promote each other. All of this stuff. I don't even necessarily know what's in the in it for them when, when it comes to that. But that's how I feel in the moment. It's like if you're not going to invite us to any of your parties, then we're not going to come to any of your damn parties. Okay? <laughs> it's, like I mean, that, is- it's like that scene in Forrest Gump. Like, sorry, I ruined your Black Panther party. I'll go now. Like, like that's <laughs> sorry, what's happening. I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> I mean, really? But that's what, oh, like, God. sorry, San Diego State's crashing the party, yes. uh, Power Five conferences. Yeah, there's a quality running back here. He's been absolutely torching people, dragging linebackers behind him, well, knocking people off of their feet, um, racking up 200-plus yards on the ground in a kick return for a tug against ASU, a Pac-12 school, and went head-to-head with Bryce Love and look better against Stanford. Look better. So it's like if, you, if that's not enough to kick the door in and say, hey, us too – then yeah, Mark. I mean, do well, it like Texas tries to do every once in a while. Secede from the rest of the Power there Five. There you go. There you That's go. right. We're Float seceding <laughs> from the union. Happy Thanksgiving. We're out of here. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Who's the NFL MVP right now? The NFL MVP right this second is Tom yeah. Brady. No. 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 Like, like I get where you're coming from. And, and and you could always I think say I know that. who you're in love Tom with. Tom Brady is kind of like LeBron James. Yeah, like I could always but it's vote just for every. Him. But I I would but say coming on right strong, the most wins in the NFL right now. Yes, it's yes. it's Carson Wentz, and he's a little teeny group of five guy. He's a little little baby group of five guy, and the uh, oh I'm sorry. Who's leading, or well, was leading until last week? Le'Veon Bell is now barely ahead of him. But who's second in the NFL in rushing and one of the leading candidates for Rookie of the Year? I would say, I would say, I'd agree with you. 
but yeah. it's even worse than that. Yeah. Because Carson Wentz got zero, zero credit. Um, like, and don't get me wrong, he got drafted with the second overall pick, but I mean, he like, like this is this is even worse because he's FCS, you know, North Dakota State. I mean, this is this is even striated below. Yeah, that's true. It's even less than that. You know, it's so than, and the other name I was talking about was Kareem Hunt, Toledo. Yep. Like, like, how many different examples? Do oh we no! Need? I mean, Tennessee Chattanooga. Do we know anybody from there? I mean, right. uh, uh, Jerry Rice, the best receiver who's ever played <laughs> in the NFL. Mississippi Valley State. Uh, uh, Randy Moss at Marshall. Uh, I mean, look. I mean, this is to me when I when I think about some of the best players. Marshall Falk, San Diego State. I mean, Hall of Famers. You're talking about some of the best NFL, the best football players that have ever graced the planet. A lot of them come outside of Power Five conferences as they're currently aligned. And it's it's nauseating that you can't give credit where credit's due. But um, look, I mean, like you said, I mean, maybe it, maybe it's time to, you know, to sort of raise the torches and the but, pitchforks and, and secede from the rest of uh, the FBS. Should. And by the way, Baker Mayfield can go win his little Heisman Trophy coming up here in a month or so. And uh, yay, Baker. Great job. Here's my stat <laughs> of the day for Baker Mayfield. Uh, there are more group of five starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now than there are Big 12 starting quarterbacks. That is NFL. true. Definitely true. And I, and I haven't even counted how many group of five there are, but I know that Ben Roethlisberger was one, and that's all I need because there are none out of the Big 12. So congrats on your Big 12 stats. Yep. Uh, they're going to mean as much at the next level as all the other Big 12 quarterback stats have meant. A whole lot of nothing. So, you know, and it's nothing personal against Baker Mayfield. I just think this whole thing is so slanted and so ridiculous. It's, you know what? Uh, it, it's, you know, that Snickers commercial, you're feeling hungry, it can affect your mood. Yeah. I think that's happening right now. I think I'm just excited <laughs> about the meal that's coming up tomorrow. And uh, you, but you sent me that thing of what they're going to be serving at oh. the uh, Cowboy Charger game. Uh, yeah, the Cowboy Charger game, right? Yes. Tomorrow. Can, can I go uh, ahead and, uh, and just like for a second? Lay it out. Yeah, this is going to be phenomenal for those in attendance <laughs> at the game. And I know a couple of people going. Obviously, Nick Hardwick will be there, but I, I, I yeah, really. Yeah, he only eats yeah, those kale smoothies and gonna stuff like that. It's going to be kale chips and something, right. you know, who knows what. Okay, so they're doing a Texas-shaped waffle, and that's going to be made from traditional stuffing. This is going to be available on the concourse at Dallas Stadium. It's topped with homemade mashed potatoes, a choice of roasted turkey breast, or a petite jeune smoked pit ham. Yeah, we're getting freaky. Uh, fresh green beans, homemade cranberry sauce. The meat is stacked high, slathered with turkey giblet a gravy. What was the word you said after petite? Petite jeune. Jeune. Yeah. Who, who is what I, is I, a jeune? I'm guessing petite jeune is like uh, you know it's uh, one of those one of those brands of smoke pit ham. Either way, I'm all in. You yeah, want a ham me? You want a turkey meat? Just just slap it on a Texas shaped well, no, waffle made of stuffing. I'm gonna be a very happy camper. When I go to a nice restaurant, if there's one word in the description of the meal that I don't understand. I'm okay with that. It's the it's when there's more than one word. 
but I'm fine with a petite. Look, jeune, I'm looking. I'm looking at pit ham at a I picture of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, like like they're just trying to French this up. That is ham on top of a stuffing and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, slathered in green bean and gravy magic. That um, anybody in Dallas who thinks like, oh bummer, we're at the game, we're gonna miss. Thanksgiving dinner. It's like, no, you're not. Nope. Save you're not me missing some. anything. No, this, what you're describing to me is the only thing I like about the Cowboys. <laughs> That's it. That's the only, so I want to eat one of those. But other than that, I told you earlier, my tradition in the Willard household is that you root against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving day. I don't care who they're playing. So sorry, not sorry to all the hate watchers in San Diego. I am going to charger my face off tomorrow afternoon. I'm just going to, I'm going to charge her all over the room. That's what's happening Be tomorrow. Careful. I want to pull something, you know? <laughs> all right, Fusion next. Roger, ignition engaged. The countdown is on. Three, two, one. It's time for the Fusion. Brought to you by OG Sports Brew House Pizza. With nine area locations, there's always an OG's close by. <laughs> you damn right it's time. Here we go. Fusion time. Oh, Cannons up. And uh, Mark and Rich <laughs> getting ready to. Yeah, we're, we're getting ready to leave the, the hell out of here so we can go eat. I, I, I mean, you guys over the next 10 minutes yes. are going to have to deal with some serious excitement. Rich is about to eat stuffing from now until we get back here Monday morning without stopping. Correct, Amanda. And, uh, and, and, and I, I th- what a perfect storm Thanksgiving football game tomorrow afternoon is. Ugh. Uh, my entire see now I wonder what that oh actually means there, Costa. Well, you heard Costa yesterday hoping that the Chargers get to the Super Bowl. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm really proud of you there, Costa, uh, because uh, my family Costa, tradition on Thanksgiving is to uh, yes yeah, to root is to root <laughs> against the Cowboys no matter who they play. Yeah, I don't care. I just wipe clean any other things that are going on, relocations included. Even that, we wipe it clean for a day, and and tomorrow. I am a diehard Charger fan for three and a half hours. Wow. I'm calling him Costa the Impasta. Um, <laughs> like, I, I am tired of this, you front runner. So he's like, oh, great, finally. The Chargers are gone. I can break the shackles that bind me. I've been a Raiders fan this whole time. My uncle worked for the organization. Right. I love the snake. Committed to the greatness. And so we, we fast forward now. The Raiders, I mean, in suck. Free, they're in free fall. Free fall. Four and six. A lot of football left. And he goes, well, I, I'd hate the record, but I actually like the record if they were wearing a bolt. I'm jumping on the Charger bandwagon. No, see, truth be told, I wow. I want to see them crushed worse in a Super Bowl than they were when they played the 49ers. Yeah, but again, to get there, they would probably have to beat Pittsburgh uh, and New England. I, listen, I know it's a pipe dream. And nobody's going to care at that point if they get wiped out by the Eagles. The fact that they would have beaten the Steelers and the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what. Yeah, there's no shame in that, actually. No, no, no shame. Really <laughs> the only thing that would make me happy yes. just for the way the NFL season goes is if somehow they just go on a mad tear and they're hosting a playoff game at StubHub Center. Oh, yeah. Like the NFL, it, like they turn oh. on. Oh, no, AFC Championship, because remember the league 
is in charge of the conference championship games. All the playoff games before then are sort of run by the teams, but that's when the league comes in because you got the league officials, you got big money people yeah. coming into those conference championship games. No room on Stubba. They'll, you know, they'll expand it, though. <laughs> now, it's expandable, right, oh, to yeah. 30? I think they said they could go through. Well, the tarps are up there. Well, Remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, just, uh, just it's, like, it's like your holiday Thanksgiving table. You just pull the leaves out yeah. and you let yeah. them in there, you know, because Uncle June, uh, Aunt June and Uncle Raul <laughs> okay, came let's over. say the football gods just go completely mm. willy-nilly. Could you imagine a Chargers hosting the Steelers? At StubHub in an AFC Championship game. I mean, you guys are just all getting ahead of yourselves. <laughs> How are they going to host? They're I mean, four and six, and the Steelers yeah, are eight and two. We haven't yeah, even got the world. Are you living yet? This, yeah. this conversation has gotten ridiculous. I'm just <laughs> trying to enjoy tomorrow. Right. Like, I don't care necessarily what happens after that. I just, I mean, I want to. I want to pour Mark. gravy on my head. <laughs> no. And while it's dripping down my face through the little holes that I can see through the gravy, I want to watch the Chargers win by 24 but tomorrow. we know space travel is a very realistic thing. Totally. What if we end up on the moon playing football with Chargers 2027. <laughs> Uh, champions. <laughs> no, look, I here's the here's the thing, guys. And this is a little honesty here. I'm gonna share something with you. You may not mm. already know. A little honesty, finally. Uh oh. Uh Got a so little comfortable in here. <laughs> I've uh, I've already had two Thanksgiving dinners. I had one yesterday and I've and I somehow stumbled into Thanksgiving dinner here at the station and I've done it again. I've done it again. <laughs> All right. Now I understand yesterday, and I won't say where you had a Thanksgiving meal. Uh, yes. Uh, but you, uh, you, had, you had you had great turkey. I had great turkey. And uh, gravy was off the charts. Delicious But you did not gravy. get enough stuffing. I was very disappointed <laughs> with the portion All right, stuffing. so that means you're going to have stuffing only now tomorrow? Here's what's going to happen with uh, the stuffing and with yeah. old, uh, old okay. Uncle Tricky Dicky Rich. Yeah. Uh, it's going to get, it's going to, it's, I'm going to make enough to feed a small army. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to... Um, well, I mean, to use it appropriate, I'm going to stuff myself with stuffing uh, first round. And then I'm going to worry about the turkey and everything after the fact. I'm just going to one plate, just stuffing. You said something when we first started the fusion about a turkey stuffing waffle. Okay, hang on a second. Oh, Rich, oh, I saw, I, okay, this, stop the, right the, now. The well, this was just to watch Costa describe that. Uh, yeah. It was an ingredient in one of the chopped baskets oh, wow. was it and to me i that that might be the most genius thing i've ever seen all right explain this to me okay. again what, what are we talking about i'm pulling it's up the article thrown, now. you know thrown yeah, into is, a waffle iron no, this correct. is an item that is being sold oh so it's actually game. waffled this is yes. at the cowboy yeah, here, wow here's it is a picture a texas shape waffle I mean, like, it's, oh. on, it's on usa today so anybody yeah. listening, you can you can pull it up at oh. home so what they're doing now, what do they put on top okay. of that so it's a stuffing waffle it's a right. waffle made out of stuffing, stuffing okay. shaped like the state of texas on top Top of it, you're gonna go ahead. God bless this everyone. And have homemade mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh yeah. Your choice of roasted turkey breasts or petite jeune smoked pit ham. Okay. Okay. That's what they call Steve when he takes <laughs> off his underwear. Petite Does this jeune? mean you're go going ahead. to cast aside those? Uh, what did be, you eat uh, last year? Fresh green beans, homemade cranberry sauce, and you are going to get it stacked high and slathered with turkey. And for an extra <laughs> five bucks, an extra five bucks, you get a little deep fried skin off the face of Jerry Jones from his latest uh, face And off. with the yeah, purchase yeah. of every Texas shaped <laughs> right. stuffing waffle, so Costa you will on get one a hand. free visit to the cardiologist. So you have the stuffing waffle versus a whole plate full of 
Mini, mini cheese corn, dogs. Mini what are you going? Dogs and, and mini corn dogs and oysters on the yeah. half shell. Uh, that is listen, a tough listen, decision. No, there's no, <laughs> there's the no decisions. Right there's no choices. Thanksgiving is not about or. It's about and. Yes. You do both. Great point. You just do both. You don't oh. have to make any decisions. That's the whole point. You have to eat until you pass out. That Who's that one person, point. Mark, that interrupts your slumber on Thanksgiving evening? The one person oh. that's like who just wants to God talk, way. and you're like, please. I mean, the that smells like cheese. Tomorrow would just happen to have have a, a smaller gathering than normal so it's very intimate and everybody knows okay uh don't don't do that because mm-hmm. the football game's on and i'm i'm in and out of sleep and please i mean jude will probably come over and step on my you know what's in the hey. middle of the but that's just him being three on your giblets your turkey giblets yeah that's that's possible <laughs> you by dog? the way by the way by the way by the way i don't want to i don't want to miss out on this opportunity oh, of course uh, it being such an intimate gathering tomorrow steve i i <clears throat> i'm worried about you why is that and and well, I just you know we know what we know about you and your bursa sack and your 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 <laughs> still your, there. Uh, I mean, bursa. you got a bursa sack. You Call got him Big Bursa. You, you I, I think there's some gravy in there that might <laughs> top it off. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You got an air mattress, and and you have a fork, and like Thanksgiving is all about, you know, togetherness, and so I wanted to extend an invite, because, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, you're not going to just be alone on your air mattress. No, 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 let let me explain where I'll be tomorrow, okay? okay? First of all, I will be with my dad tomorrow, all right? My dad and the uh, and the guy that takes care of my it's dad, me my eighty nine, and they will they will have food there, and then I'm working television tomorrow night, and the TV oh, station God. has got a huge Thanksgiving okay. spread, so I'm okay. going to have double oh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. So I'll be are good. Just, and then Friday, you... my kids and my dad will all get together for a, another Thanksgiving feast on Friday. Wow! And do you play wow. like a game of Trivial Pursuit? I do. I just only... I literally oh. start rattling <laughs> like... off. Game like by right game now, stats of I, every fifth-place finisher yeah. in the high school. Well, no, I want to know, like, who has the most passing yards on Thanksgiving Day Ooh. in history? Ooh, I don't know that off the top of my head. What do you mean you don't I know don't, that? I, I, when I don't I've know, so I don't make it up. Well, odds are well, it's a I, cowboy or a lion, right? Maybe. maybe. I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I think it always could be somebody off of, you would think lion cowboys, but no. Maybe not. Maybe Now I have to look it up. Hmm. See, look at this. Most passing yards on Thanksgiving. Most passing yards on Thanksgiving. Mm. I kind of feel like this is like Steve Uh, Hartman's version of when the Vince Ferragamo had 500 yards. Incorrect error comes up on the uh, the internet. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah, we we can't we can't leave with you giving a wrong answer. How about this? Yes. Most rushing yards in a game on Thanksgiving. That was Walter Payton. No, it was Adrian Peterson. Nope. No, it was and Walter nope. Payton. Nope. No, it wasn't. What? A, how about this? What if I was give it you OJ a clue? Simpson, two hundred seventy-three yards? Was it OJ Simpson? Two hundred seventy-three yards. OJ Simpson, two hundred seventy-three yards. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Detroit, Killer. November twenty-fifth. What year? Nineteen seventy-four. Five. Oh, Five. 1976. Oh, wow. How did I know the... It's weird that I would know the yardage total, but not the year. Wow. It is, it is weird. Yeah. 273, thank you.